this reading will not include footnotes, so some context might be missed. This is Boring Money by Sridhar, read by Chanab Khan. Adani repay some loans, or how Credit Suisse opted out of passing the parcel, while SBI is still in the game. Borrowing and lending are at the heart of investing. An investor might buy a company bond, that is, lend the company money, and then take that bond and use it as collateral to borrow from a bank. Maybe the company is paying you 7% interest and the bank is charging you 6%. So you make a need 1% profit without technically spending your own cash. Also at the heart of investing is risk. If a company is paying you higher than usual interest, there's likely to be a higher than usual risk. You might be okay with this risk, but sometimes the banks that are lending money to you might not be. That's exactly what happened when Credit Suisse stopped accepting Adani bond as collateral about 10 days ago. Since then, so have two others, Citibank and Standard Chartered. Last October, in Adani Really Likes Loans, I wrote, quoting from my article, if you're a lender to a company, you don't really care where the money that's repaid to you comes from as long as you're paid back. If you buy a company bond, you don't have to bet that the company will succeed. Only that the company survives long enough to pay you back. The money might come from the business, company's business. It isn't. From the owner's personal fortune or hell, even from the most recent lender. Lending to a company that doesn't generate enough cash by itself is just the finance version of pass the pass. Till someone continues to lend, it's fine. But when the music stops, you don't want to be the one left holding the parcel. End quote. Credit Suisse is extremely aware of this game of pass the parcel. It's a veteran. A year and a half back, the bank lost $5.5 billion at exactly this game. Very briefly, this is what happened. Credit Suisse and other banks like Goldman Sachs lent money to a hedge fund to buy some stocks. The hedge fund bought a ton of stocks and the prices of the stock went up. So the Credit Suisse and other bank lent the hedge fund even more money to buy more stocks and kept some of the stock as collateral. This was fine for as long as the price of stock kept going up. But then the price of stock started going down. Some smart bank, including Goldman, were quick and sold uh, the stocks they held as collateral. Credit Suisse was slow and was left holding the parcel and got caught with a $5.5 billion loss. Well, this time around, Credit Suisse was quick. This really says more about Credit Suisse than it does about Adani. After all, banks like Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan are happy to sell Adani's bond to their clients. Presumably, they're still lending against them. Credit Suisse would rather sit this one out. Next section, Adani needs to repay Barclays. Banks had lent money to Adani against his company's stocks. The stock prices fell, so the bank asked Adani to post more collateral. Quoting from the Financial Times, the lender of the $1.1 billion loan, which included Barclays, Citigroup and Deutsche Bank, requested last week that the billionaire top up the amount of stock pledged 
against the loan after a sharp fall in the shares of the listed Adani companies, according to the people with knowledge of the matter. Since the allegations were published on January 24th, the sell-off in the listed businesses had one point knocked rupees 9.4 TN, that's around $114 billion, or about 50% of their value. As the shares continued to slide, Barclays informed Adani of a margin call equivalent to 50% of the loan in cash, said the people who spoke on the condition of anonymity. Rather than post cash against the loan, which did not mature until September 2024, the Adani Group's founder and his family opted to repay it completely. Adani has not disclosed the source of fund used to repay the loan. End quote. Barclay asked not just for more stocks, but for half the cash they lent out. So Adani decided to just prepay the whole $1.1 billion. When a bank lends you money, but then asks for some of it back, it wouldn't usually expect you to just waltz in and pay it all back at once. This is an unexpected financial cost for you, after all. You might have to sell some of your asset, maybe renegotiate the terms a bit so that you don't have to do a fire sale. Sometimes companies aren't able to pay at all and they go bankrupt. It's tough. Two weeks ago, Adani was out in the market trying to raise 20,000 crores. That's around $2.5 billion from investors. Some of it was to pay back his company's loans. Today, he paid back $1.1 billion when he didn't even need to. I'd love to know where this money came from. Next section. Adani doesn't need to repay SBI. When Adani's stock started falling, right after Hindenburg published its report, people were worried about banks that had given loans to Adani against his company's stock. Here's what the State Bank of India chairman, Dinesh Khara, from less than two weeks ago, quoting from the Indian Express, SBI chairman Dinesh Khara said that the bank does not envisage the embattled ports to mining group facing any challenge to service its debt obligation and stressed that SBI has not given any loans against shares to the group. End quote. Kara said that SBI didn't lend to Adani Group with Adani Company shares as collateral. So it didn't matter to the bank if the stock prices went down. Here's a disclosure and another disclosure and yet another disclosure from earlier this week filed by SBI Cap Trustee, a subsidiary of SBI, saying that they're holding shares of three different Adani's company as collateral on behalf of SBI. It did, after, it did after all, matter to it did after all matter to SBI if the Adani shares went down. But really, the SBI chairman misrepresenting the situation isn't the biggest concern here. In Adani really likes loan, I wrote back why banks like lending against shares. Quoting from my article, the good thing about keeping your shares as collateral instead of, say, your house, is that if your stock prices go up, 
you can then ask the bank to keep fewer shares as collateral. Unlike a house, where if its market value went up, the bank wouldn't be okay with just your bedroom. It would make perfect financial sense to do that, mind you, just not practical sense. Try selling a bedroom without the rest of the house. End quote. If you're a bank, the whole purpose of holding shares as collateral for a loan is that you can sell those shares easily if you really had to. Two of the companies that SBI just took on more shares of, Adani Transmission and Adani Green, are hitting lower circuits nearly every day, which means that there are too many people trying to sell the shares with no one willing to buy. When Barclay was worried about its loan to Adani, what it did was ask for cash. What it didn't do was ask for more stock. Because what would it do with shares of a company that it couldn't sell? SBI, though, seems happy to have stock it can't sell. Thank you for listening to Boring Money. Do not forget to subscribe to boringmoney.substack.com if you haven't already.